0: It's been really nice. Um, I, I would say, like we, I officially left on Thursday, but it took me maybe until like yesterday to feel like I was on vacation. I was, yeah, yeah. I was a little tense. I was a little like still checking my work email. There were a couple of things that I left loosely tied up that just needed to be put, you know, bows on um, up to Sunday evening, and then um, we left Seattle and got to where we are now in the San Juan Islands, and. Uh, did some whale watching yesterday, and when I saw my first orca whale, I was like, "In vacation mindset, go!" <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Yeah.
1: No, that's awesome. The um the trip. Oh my god, I did not even want to go on the, the um the team trip because I like same thing. There was so much work, and literally I was working all night. Woke up in the morning, I was working up until like the Uber came. And then finally, I was like, I did, like, the core of, like, what I had to have to do. There were still things like, you know, little things outstanding. Yeah. But I was like, honestly, I just want to stay and finish it. I just, but I ended up having the best time. And I, can't, I mean, with 10 women, when I say out of a 10, it was a 20 with how much we got along. I mean, it definitely helped that we booked a house. The house that we booked was originally when we thought we were going to have 14 people. So it was 11 bedrooms. And um, cool. uh, 11 people came, so basically everyone had their own bedroom, so I'm sure that helped a lot, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it was such a good time, honestly. Everyone is so dope and dynamic. It just was a really, really good time, but, like, uh, I don't, we could do, like, our, I know you want to make this, like, the Q&A episode.
0: No, I mean, this is, you no catch me up. I want to know about your vacay. I'm recording. The people are hearing oh, yeah. this. Oh, <laughs>
1: hey, people. It was, honestly, it was, it was everything that, like, we needed, because we, like, Well, first of all, none of us had, uh, not none, but most of us had not met before. So it was very much um, like a reunion of like, hey, person I video chat and have phone calls with and Slack with. Um, So there was uh, 11 of us plus Jabril, my business partner. So he was the only guy. And then there was, we had a private chef and he was a guy too. Um, So the house was beautiful. Um, Our plans were the first night just to kind of hang out, eat and then watch Napoli Ever After. Have you seen that movie? Napoli? I watched that.
0: <laughs> I watched about half of it a couple of nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You know what? But, it's a good movie for a group. Go
0: ahead. No, no, no. But, no, no, no. I think you're getting to the point. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do your synopsis.
1: <laughs> I definitely was like, what in the hell? But you know what? For a group of women, like, having a slumber party, it was a great slumber party group of women. Like, if I was watching by yeah. myself, I would have turned it off
0: longer. I, I, like, I wish I I had 10 black girlfriends with you when I was watching it too. Cause my husband was like, what is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Let me tell you, Jabril fell asleep. He was snoring. We were like, kick hey, He was snoring after like, like 20 minutes. So that was the first yeah. day. So that was fun. And plus the chef that his food was amazing. Um, shout out to chef M Todd. And the second day we just went to universal studios, which was a ton of fun, especially without kids mm-hmm. because it's so funny how adults all get tired at the same time, because you should have seen, when we were walking toward Ride 5, everybody was like, girl, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, where maybe Supergirl would have been like, five more rides. I looked at everybody's face. I was like, you want to go? They were like, yes, child. <laughs> so, but Universal was like a ton of fun. And then that night, we went to a comedy show. And then the next day, we did a spa, like Farah uh, who is my um, executive admin, she, and she and Tamara who actually used to live, Tamara is the manager of the academy, she used to live in Florida, so she helped her find a really great spa, it was beautiful, like a jacuzzi, steam room, and we basically took it over, so everyone got a massage, and you got to pick whether you wanted a pedicure or a manicure, Um, and then um, we did team building activities, you know what we did, and Yadalee, shout out to you mama, she was like, tell Mandy we finally
0: did the disc test,
1: oh you did, Mandy, it was everything, can you guess what I am?
0: um i s what the hell yes <laughs> <laughs> I bet your mama couldn't guess what you are, but I know <laughs> oh
1: so yes yeah, i when we took it, Mandy, it was so helpful. And it was so cute because Yadalise was like, tell Mandy. Because she listens, like, like religiously to the uh, podcast. Tell Mandy we finally did this test because she does it, like, at her job. I think Yadalise, I don't know if she does HR, but she, like, does stuff like this for um, – where her full-time job where she works in it was so helpful, Mandy. Oh my goodness. Because I got to see, there's some people that, you know, for sure. You're like, you're totally a D. So for Mm -hmm. those who don't know, can you explain what what the DISC test is again?
0: Yeah. So a DISC DISC test stands for, it's D-I-S-C. And it's one of these personality tests, but DISC is a little bit different because it, And the way that I've been taught about it is that it shows you what your work personality is, how you interact um, in the workplace. And I forget what all the letters stand for all the time. But I think so. If you're high D, it means you have a more dominating personality. Um, If you're high I, you're more social. um, You like to interact with people. And S is a um, it's sort of your level of um, wanting to help others and be service in service of others and a C Mm -hmm. I think, is caution. So this is people who think carefully before they make a decision. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's really... So I did this at my company, and it's it's really cool because you get to sort of understand not just how you operate, but why that person over there is always chatty in the morning and how annoying they are. It <laughs> helps, <laughs> helps you see.
1: Because so it was so crazy because I see now, I was like, ooh. Because, like, for example, there are people on the team that they're, like, eyes, are, you know, really social and chatty. And I see now, like, ooh, she's a D. So all of this, like pre-chatting that i've been doing i know she's probably like tiffany shut up let's get to the thing yeah so so now i know but it was so helpful because it's like like yada did such a great she's the youngest of all the unicorn squad members the members of the team and she did such a great job really explaining you know like the different kind of like attributes and she gave us like a cheat sheet where it's like i can understand like jabril who my business partner is a classic d you know get down to the money get down to brass tacks let's go You know, and it's like, okay, so now understanding, like, what I love is that we got to see, like, what stresses out a D or an I or C or S, what's helpful to them, how do they view success, it was just so um, helpful, Um, and then um, one of my friends who used was once a, um, an, an academy um, expert. She came just to say cuz she lives in Florida, and she really just gave us some really great outside feedback of what she sees for the as as the business. Like, you know, what are some of our things that we do really well? What are some of our areas of opportunities? Because she herself is a really amazing businesswoman. Her name is Dantecia and she teaches folks who have ideas mm-hmm. and how to transform them into, like, Um, actual inventions that you could like sell at like Walmart or Target or whatever. So her feedback was amazing. And we were like, so many things that we didn't see that we were like, I didn't, from the outside, seeing it from another businesswoman's eyes was just amazing. And then that night, um, we took them out to, um, not a fancy, have you ever heard of
0: Maggiano? Oh, Maggiano's, yeah. I had my, I I went there for prom dinner, like my senior prom.
1: Yes, and it was, it was like so. It's like family style, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. delicious. I remember.
1: Yes, it was so because we were gonna go on site, so we stayed at this place called Encore, which I had, I had never really seen this before. But it's like um, it's a resort, but you look like you're in a neighborhood because instead of like an apartment, like instead of like um, you know, like a I guess a hotel room, it's like these are homes that you can rent. And so all of the homes are, like, rented out to, like, you know, vacationers. And so we stayed at one called Encore. And it was really nice, except for, like, we were going to eat at their fancy, fancy restaurant on our last night. But once they saw what we looked like, they were like, yeah, there's no space. We are like, really? Because we just made the reservation. Wait, what? Oh, well, we'll have to, yes. We'll have to put you outside at 9 o'clock at night. So uh-huh. we were like, "Yeah, actually, we're good." So they'll be getting all the Yelp reviews because one thing I am when it comes to people treating me poorly in service is I am, I am social media petty. I will write you up on every platform out there. Like, yeah, so if you're black, might want to watch out.
0: I don't get um, it. You so, guys had a reservation and they didn't give you a table.
1: well yeah, they were just like, because the, the the um the team was like, oh, they wanted to go for a walk. They said, well, let's walk by the restaurant and see how it looks. We walked by and they. She's like everyone stopped and was looking like, wait, who are these group of like black women and brown women? And mm-hmm. you know they just went like, oh, we just wanted to see the restaurant because we made a reservation. And they were like, oh, we're really pe- we're booked. And she's like, really? Because we booked online and it's not booked. And secondly, we've already booked the reservation. Oh well, we're not really gonna have space, but we could definitely put you outside. I mean, outside in Florida at nine, so we could be eaten up by mosquitoes. Yeah. So we ended up thankfully finding um you know the magi what it, magiano
0: magiano yeah.
1: Yeah, we ended up finding that restaurant, and it's, like, an Italian family style, so they were just as loud, which was awesome, so we had a really good time there. Honestly, Mandy, it was, like, I never realized how important, like, team building and things were, like, we were already good, but it just put everyone in the state of, like, just greater understanding of, like, what our roles are, what we're working toward, everyone came back so refreshed, and so the team... So Jabril, it was his idea, and we paid for everything by setting aside 2% of our of our gross income from the beginning. I think we started saving like in January, February, and then when we got enough money saved, we paid for flight. When we got more, we paid for the house. When we got more, and so slowly but surely, we paid for it that way, and it just made it easier than paying some lump sum and figuring out where does the money come from. So yeah, I encourage anyone who has a digital team to plan something like that and even if you can't do it in the first year you might save for two years to be able to do something and I'm telling you Groupon is your friend because that's what we use a lot like it doesn't have to cost it it can cost as much or as little as you as you want it to cost but it was an awesome time.
0: I actually used a Groupon on our we did a whale watching tour yesterday and I didn't really I haven't like I said I haven't planned we planned like nothing for this trip so we got to the ferry to come to the island and then i pulled up groupon to see like what whale watching tours were available and then a lot of these tours like if you're trying to plan last minute on groupon they have a they tell you you can't use it for 72 hours and I was like, oh, crap. But I called one of the places, one of the, I tried to find the one that was highly, most highly rated. And I called them and I told them I wanted to group on one of the group on deal. And they were like, okay, well, we'll honor the price over the phone um, because of, you know, the 72 hour rule, which I thought was really nice of them. So we ended up saving like a hundred bucks on our. Wow. That's awesome. On our whale tour. And we saw so many whales. It was awesome. Nature I, man. There's
1: nothing worse than going on, going on a whale tour and not seeing whales. I've definitely done that. And I've been like, so. What? It was
0: whales guaranteed. They said if we didn't see any whales and I, I got my receipt. I was like, if I don't see a whale, I'm coming back tomorrow. Yeah, funny. <laughs> like, whales guaranteed.
1: Well, I went on one in San Diego and it, the whales didn't show up, but Aww. there were so many dolphins and they were awesome. So I was, I was okay.
0: Yeah, there um, we came. We came at a good time because it's like the end of the summer season, but it's still whale time. So there were humpbacks and orca whales and some sea lions, and it was it was cool. Um, I do kind of feel like Loki. I'm like in the beginning of the movie Get Out because I think we were the only brown people on this. I think we are the only brown people on this island right now. <laughs> it's very weird. I mean, it's not weird. If you, I mean you, whatever. I grew up in white neighborhoods and you know whatever but um definitely definitely no 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 people of color i don't know i guess they don't come here maybe that maybe oprah is gonna start the trend i don't know where <laughs> are you guys at come to san juan islands they need us <laughs>
1: uh, no but it sounds good have you i feel like you, i haven't seen any you you're, you've been like really good Not too much social media because I, I haven't seen any pictures posted
0: I I did finally post some whale videos. You know, I had to do the Free Willy soundtrack, that Michael Jackson song. (laughs) I I (laughs) (laughs) will I'll I'll spare you. Anyway, that was the first movie I saw in theaters, Free Willy. Shout out to six-year-old Mandy. Uh,
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can totally see you crying too. Did you cry?
0: I was really afraid. They make that whale on the big screen. Those whales are huge. They're so big. And we got lucky because they, like, surrounded our boat. I guess they – we can't see what's happening, but they were, like, eating a seal or something. They got really excited. And they were just having the buffet lunch uh, around our boat. And they were just, like, going in and out of the water. And their tails were up. And it was it was crazy because you can't plan it. So, yeah, it's been really nice. But now I feel like, okay, we did a nice hike today and I'm relaxing. Um, but I was telling – you know, me being off work right now, and I we we are we are right by a sea airport. So if you hear some, you know, engines in the background, that's probably a seaplane. Um, no, but being away from work, I had to. It probably took me all of the last two weeks to prepare for being gone for a week. And I, mm. in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm really glad that I'm leaving now because one, it's a terrible time to leave. Like two, I feel like it's also a stress test. Can I leave and things are fine? And if the answer is no, that's bad. Like, it's not like, mm. it's not, I feel like I've in the past thought, okay, well, you know, if pe- it's good for people to need me to be there, I need to be there to do this and do that. But it's not good if, you know, if I were to leave or Tiffany, you were to leave and budget needs would fall apart or, yeah. you know, my team falls apart and I really had to like force myself to shove things off my plate and just fill everyone's plate around me. And I feel like this is the first time I've ever had to do that. And it was really freaking hard Took me like two weeks to get ready. But I think the next time and the next time I want to take time off, it's going to get easier and easier. And then when I need to take maternity leave, you know, I'm going to need to be able to do this. So it's a good practice for me. Yes.
1: Yeah. And it's so crazy that we both kind of went away at the same time, but you're right. And it, it was a testament to like, I couldn't have, I couldn't have done this maybe like a year or so ago. Cause I just was doing too much. right. Cause sometimes you, you make yourself like I, I was the bottleneck, like things had to, everything had to flow through me every day, you know? And I thought that I was like, you know, this is, I'm being a good boss or I'm being a good business owner, but I was holding things up because if I didn't check off on things, they, it just stopped at me. So I finally took myself out of a lot of, like, the movement of the company and allowed people to make decisions, you know, because I realized that, like, some of it was, like, I didn't trust people to make the right choices, so I was like, no, then we have to get the right people. And so now we've got amazing people, and things don't have to flow through me. I just trust that they'll make... Um, the right choices and even if they don't they know that I'm here for challenges I'm here for mistakes because that's the way that you learn and it's okay as long as you my rule is as long as you don't kill anybody we good <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they know <Yeah>. like literally <laughs> I'm like when someone says oh my gosh Tiffany that new thing that I said I was gonna try on Facebook or whatever it didn't work and I'm like well how many people died and they're like, <laughs> Tiffany? I'm like well girl it's okay <laughs> it's okay Yes, I'm excited to answer some questions. You guys are getting, you're getting better and better at asking
0: really dope questions. So bring them on. Mandra, where can I ask questions? You can go to com and click ask us anything at the top to drop us a question. Or you can email us directly at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Um, while you're at it, follow us on Instagram at brownambitionpodcast or on Twitter at the podcast.
1: Yes, tweet us. We haven't read your tweets and your your, um, IGs in a little bit, but we will. We're going to get back to that, so you don't want to miss out.
0: So we have some really good questions in the inbox today. I would love to start with uh, listener LaShante. LaShante says, I recently started listening to the podcast and in one, you both mention Ally Bank when talking about saving for a down payment on your homes. My husband and I are planning on saving $80,000 for a 20% down payment on a home. Currently, we have $14,000 saved in a regular savings account, which yields four to five cents worth of interest per month. Ooh, girl. So, my yeah. question is Will Ally be beneficial for building more interest? And how has your experience with Ally been? Um, background: We plan to have the money by October 2019, and we're saving about $5,700 a month. Easy question. Get your money out of that bank right away. And it doesn't have to be Ally, but just an online savings account. There's a bunch out there. Um, but Ally is one of them that has a really good yield. We both have used Ally and are happy with it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think that, like, if she – let's just say – her, she's not gonna need the money for six months. You think that maybe, like, even exploring a CD for like the money that she does have
0: saved, so it can earn even more interest? Yeah, I've, for sure. I mean, what these online banks—the same ones that we would recommend you go to for like a checking account—typically have really good CD yields as well. And if you're really not planning on buying a house until October next year, you could easily put your money into a 12-month CD. Um, yes. And then when it matures next year, you will have earned more. The thing is, like, when you're saving. Like right now, she has fourteen thousand dollars. So what you could do is take that fourteen thousand, and I'm assuming this is just your down payment money, and that you have a little bit of savings on the side for like emergencies. But let's assume this fourteen G is just house money. You could just put that money into a CD, um, a, a high yield CD. That's twelve months. And that'll mature next. What is it now? October. Next, early mm-hmm. October. And then the money that you're saving month to month, open up a open up a high yield savings account with the same yep. bank or a different bank, and just every month put the money in there. Because no,
1: that's yeah. what I was thinking. Because I'm like, well, I think right now Ally, I feel I feel like I saw that their CD rate was like two point one percent or two percent, and I think their savings account rate is like one point eight seven or one point eight five something like that. So. Yeah, I think that's the that's the best course of action. If you're not touching your money for a while, lock it away in a CD. And I th- they even I I feel like I saw because I logged in today that they even have a no punishment CD, where yeah. if you had to take your money out, that you know because normally you have to pay like a fee if you take your money out early. So, but yeah, I mean I you know, start with the Ally but honestly too, like I that's why I love sites like Magnify Money because you can you can um it's like the trip advisor of, of finance, you know? where you
0: can kind of compare. Well thank you for, for the free promo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> where you can kind of compare. I mean I still honestly I still use Magnify Money where you can go and kinda of compare to see, well, what other CDs are out there, what other bank accounts are out there. But yes, Mandy and I do definitely like Ally, but they're not the only ones out there.
0: Yeah, I think my little brother has the Marcus – or no, is Marcus. Yeah, Goldman Sachs has an account called Marcus. There's Charles Schwab has a high-yield checking. Synchrony Bank has a high-yield checking. Um, you can even check your local credit unions. But um, for sure, you need to get that money out of that um, out of that little – I'm guessing that's like a 0.001% interest account. That's – yikes. Yeah, get it out of there. You have a year. Put it away in high-yield savings and you'll be – at least you'll make a little bit of money on the money that you're saving. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks for your question. Next question. Tell me.
1: One day I'll learn the words. I'm
0: never going to learn the words. I mean, that was some of them. So that's good. A few words is better than none. (laughs) All right. So this is, oh, here's from, oh, this is a question from a teacher. I think teachers have 403B um, savings, right? Okay.
1: Typically, Typically, yeah.
0: This comes from listener ready to roll over. Love it. She says, I want to remain anonymous. I recently got a new job and they match up to 6% of my contributions to my 403B. I want to roll over about $30,000 from an old TIAA bank 403B to my new 403B on my new job. Both of these employers are universities. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she is a teacher. Will they match Mm the $30,000 I roll over or will they only match what I contribute through the payroll deduction? That's part one of her shut question. I'll stop there. You wish.
1: Okay, How <laughs> How is that girl? You, Manny, you, <laughs> you took the work. Sorry. We would all be working at your place work.
0: That would be no, a nice no, incentive. I
1: know. They will not match that. It's only what you save from working with them. So that's one. Um, and two, Manny, I mean, I'm almost positive. Like, you can't really roll over to another. You have to. It, Typically you have to roll over to an outside source not to like and I don't know if 403b's are different but that's when outside not to the to your current jobs um, um 401k or retirement plan meaning like I worked at Target now I'm working at Walmart but my Target money can't go to my Walmart retirement account instead I have to open up an outside independent retirement account and no. all of my any company that I work with. Outside of that, I can roll over to this outside independent account. I don't know if it's different with 403Bs or what Um, what company they use, if they'll take it. But I'm almost positive you typically can't go – you can't take, like, one company's money and give it to another company.
0: No, you, you can, though, because I've done that. I've switched Where's jobs. Okay. Yeah, I've switched from Business Insider to Yahoo. I did a rollover and we had a TD Ameritrade. I remember I had a TD Ameritrade 401k when I was at Business Insider and then I switched to Yahoo and I rolled over my little my little money that I had saved at my little coins over into the Vanguard um, the Vanguard account. I and I don't remember exactly I definitely know I I could whether or not I had to open up a separate um IRA outside of my Yahoo money I don't remember but I do know most recently when magnify money was acquired our new parent company I was able to roll over the money I had saved in my magnify money 401k into the new parent company's 401k which was a different we went from ubiquity yeah we went from ubiquity to principal um, retirement and I was able to so yeah you're able to definitely definitely You don't have to, you know, if you wanted to, like, that's, that's the next part of her question is, um, we can talk about, do you, should you, you know, do you have to roll over to your employer's 401k or 403b? She says, her next question is, should I automatically roll over my old 403b into the new 403b or should I compare the performance first? Um, I'm worried that my old 403b might outperform my employer's 403b. Mm. So that kind of gets to the question, do you have to roll over into your new employer's retirement account? You don't have to. You could do what Tiffany um, talked about, which is just open your own outside um, IRA and roll the money over into that account. And what you—the only reason you'd want to do that is maybe if one, you're not getting a match, or two, if you just don't like the um, the investment options that you have. At your new employer's bank.
1: Sometimes people will tell you because it depends. Like sometimes, let's just say you hop from place to place too. It's you like keeping track of multiple accounts can be difficult. That's typically why people tell you to roll over, so that way you don't have to like you know. Let's just say five years from now you work for another university and now you have three three retirement accounts. So combining them can can just be for ease of use too to make sure. But I mean, I guess the assumption. I'm, I'm not sure where she has her money, but let's just say like um you put like a target date fund like i'm going to retire at 65 and then your money is like allocated in such a way that it's going to balance itself that every year with the target date of having a certain amount of money um in in your retirement account by 65 so i don't know i never thought about that because i i always just thought you know what i'm going to take my account with me because my worry is like even today superman said if something were to happen to you What would I do about your companies? So having them in one space to make it easy for should something happen to make it easy for myself to figure out where my money is and make it easy for my, the people that are my, my beneficiaries to figure out where the money is. Um, so I mean, but it's up to you though. You don't, you don't have to roll it over, but like, I also don't think it's necessarily a good idea to have a ton of accounts floating out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to write them down and remember them, I tend, I've been rolling mine over, but I would say. Certainly, you can do whatever you want with your old account. I mean, you have the money there. they're not going to match it if you roll it over. So you could roll it into a you know, an outside retirement fund at a different bank if you want it with better investment options. And that may be, you know, if, if you think you're going to hop around at future you know, from job to job in the future, you might just want to have it in one place. Um, but definitely everything that you're investing moving forward, go ahead and put it in your employer's account because six percent matching is pretty dope.
1: What wow. it is, pretty dope. That's a really good matching program,
0: yeah. Take advantage for sure.
1: Question How are we gonna? I don't know, just next question.
0: I mean, <laughs> you keep trying. I don't know if you've like done research, but it's not gonna get better until you <laughs> look up the lyrics. <laughs> you
1: know what, next time I'm gonna listen to the YouTube, I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna at least um get the there's like this, this thing called Rap Genius, I think it's called, or whatever, where you can get the lyrics. And so, I am going to um. I'm going to, I'm going to have some, at least the first
0: line, at least the first line. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Next time. All right. Another anonymous question. So this comes from listener. Oh, anonymous. (laughs) Anonymous. Let's call her debt diva. She says, I'm a recent college graduate. I have been so reckless with my credit cards in college. I think I got too excited when I turned 18 and wrongly believed in unlimited money. I now owe a lot of money in credit card debt and student loans, about $17,000 in consumer debt and $25,000 in student loans. I freeze my credit account and I'm working to pay off my debt. I have a job, but I only make $35,000 per year and I feel like most of my money is going to bills. I am just exhausted from paying all this amount, and I honestly have learned my lesson. I've thought about filing for bankruptcy, but I believe that this much debt is not worth filing bankruptcy over. Please, please help me. Do you have any tips on how I can pay off this debt? <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of consumer. That's like credit card debt, $17,000. So student loan debt, $25,000. I'm not, like, afraid. Right? That's, that's normal-ish.
1: Yes. For, that's
0: doable. You know, you're young. You have years to pay it off. You will. But 17 um, G's in credit card debt, and if that's interest accruing every month, I mean, that's not a good look.
1: I'm not going to lie. I was dollars in credit card debt. So I'm like, hey, 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 that's not so bad.
0: <laughs> well, look at, look at her now. So
1: <laughs> so I'll tell you what I did to get rid of the, the $35,000 in credit card debt. Well, one, I had to put the cards down because I was still digging. So I was still swiping. I was in a ditch. And I was still digging. So my shovel was my credit card. So I literally, I was like, I literally remember looking in the mirror and doing the Jersey clap, like Tiffany, you know, that's like the pissed off Jersey girl clap. (laughs) And I was like, honestly, what are we doing? Put the card down. And so I, I put it down. I either cut it up or hid it for myself. And I said, okay, so at least now moving forward, we're not adding on to the debt that you have. So that was one. And then two, I looked and like I can't remember. I feel like my credit score wasn't wasn't terrible at that time. So what I did do is I I, I at least with I don't know how much it was, maybe with like five or six thousand dollars of the debt. I was able to roll over to a balance transfer. Card. I actually went to magnify money, found a card, a balance transfer card, and transferred over as much as they would allow. Like I think it was like five or six thousand. So I transferred that over, and I started the snowball method of paying down. um, the debt systematically because it helped and I automated it and so every month I would look at it but I was just automating so if you don't know just Google the snowball method but a balance transfer paying down the debt automatically and you know what really helped me that like kind of helped to turbo boost it I did this thing called unexpected money and, and I call it like UM so what unexpected money is any money that I got that wasn't from like my normal pay so that like so my sister Lisa pays me back 20 bucks she owes me and who knew? Because leases don't pay back, mm-hmm. you know, or like grandma gives you, you know, fifty bucks for your birthday or Christmas or whatever. So money that's outside of your normal income, or even better, let's just say you're at Target and you're 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 buying a dress and it's twenty five dollars, and they're like, oh, it's you know fifty percent off, so it's you know twelve dollars, twelve fifty or whatever. Um, so that extra twelve fifty that you were going to spend anyway, or your friend treats you to brunch and you were expecting to pay $30, that $30 that you were going to spend, from my phone, I used to transfer that money, that unexpected money, directly to whatever debt I was working on. Because with the snowball method, you really focus on one card at a time. Mm. So... So I could like transfer like in a in a month I might transfer an extra hundred and fifty two hundred dollars from my sister Lisa Grandma you know the Target dress was on sale my friend treated me to lunch even though I was gonna pay and that really helped to pay down that debt so much faster so I think um, that's what I did and it took me about two and a half years to pay down the thirty five thousand dollars worth of debt Um, but when it was gone you know I could I could have wept tears of joy um but and it wasn't easy but it was so worth it now since then i have not had cause before then i never had credit card debt go from month to month and now i i, I stopped that that was maybe three or four years ago i guess and so i don't like I, I pay off my credit card debt every single month in full since then um and so so it's possible despite having owing a lot um, it's just about creating a system if you can automate it that's even better and sticking to it And you know, and like I said doing that little cheat sheet of your unexpected money that helps too For sure. So good luck
0: to you anonymous. Thank you for your question. Oh, we called her debt diva debt diva <laughs> Ooh, we got another question. I love a good awkward family Situation finance question. So let's say this person's name is furniture Frida Okay. <laughs> Furniture Frida says, I, re- I recently purchased a house, and for my birthday, my mother wanted to give me either a dining set or a living room set for the house. I was avoiding her doing this, but she insisted. So we went to the store, picked what we wanted, and then when we got to the register, they, of course, asked if we had a store card, which we didn't. They mentioned getting 10% off if we applied. My mom doesn't have the best credit, so she insisted that I apply to get the 10% off, and uh-huh. she- Just stay (laughs) and I um I applied to get the ten percent off and she would pay for the card. I was really taken aback with this because I thought she had the cash to buy the stuff. But against my better judgment, I got the card. We all know this is going. She gave me three hundred bucks the next day, but still has fourteen hundred dollars to pay. Oh my god. We got into a fight a few days after this and I decided not to have her pay the rest. She told me not to tell my husband about the store card, so I never did. Now I have to tell my husband about the store card because I can't sneak away and pay $1,400 without him knowing. So I guess the question is what do you think? The interest rate on the card is like 24.99%. So basically, if we don't pay it off, we will end up paying more in interest than the 10% is worth. Yeah, I hope this happened like yesterday because if I don't know when they got this email, but oh God. Okay. She says, but we also have a very tight budget and have a Lowe's card to pay off by the end of November. So she's got $1,400 on a 25% oh APR card. She has gotten oh a fight God. with her mother and she let her ego get in the way a little bit and said, I don't want your money.
1: Those of you listening, this is why I say store cards are the devil. The devil. The devil. I mean, because 24%, that means about every dollar that you give them they take a quarter out and say for me that's crazy like that's a loan shark rate you know and so yeah if it's soon i will return that daggone furniture um or you put your money, mother back on that payment plan i mean you're gonna have to tell your husband anyway because that's a lot of money regardless
0: and but the thing yeah. is like if if her mother didn't have the money that day to pay off the card she never wish really should have applied for it because you're yeah. always going to walk away spending more than you would have saved with a ten percent. Like the first month that you let the balance stay on the card, like that should never have happened. I that's that's what people don't compute. They think, oh, I'm going to yeah. save something, but unless you have the cash right away, then that's not a deal. That's yeah. like a debt debt sentence.
1: Yes, yeah. And know this for people listening that it's not a gift if there's payments have to be. Like when someone says, oh, like like I remember one year my dad got my my mom a, uh, a car, but he went to the auction and he saved it. he bought a cash. Now he. If he would have gotten her car and then there's payments, it's like that's not really a gift. But you know, we're not here to um to, um, to make you feel bad, Furniture Frida, because we have all made mistakes. Lord knows I still make mistakes. I feel like um, Furniture Frida, this is just a good lesson like moving forward that having a rule, because there's nothing worse than kind of like not telling your boo something and you're like, oh, it doesn't matter. And then it becomes everything you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've all been there all right so so there should be like a basic rule where it's maybe like anything over a hundred dollars both of you have to discuss it and so that way there's no surprises like this but it's up to you to decide what that rule is but that way too when something like this happens you have a rule of thumb to be like hey ma you know i think this is great but i have to call I got to call, you know, the husband because, you know, he and I have this rule that we both honor that anything over this amount of money, we don't make financial choices. I mean, like borrowing like clothes for the kids or like groceries or something like that, but we don't make like outside kind of like financial choices over this amount of money without letting each other know. Because sometimes just that pause would make you say, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Although I appreciate the gift, Ma, let's look for something else.
0: I love that $100 rule. I wish that we could, I could say that we have a rule like that, that we follow we definitely have all of our accounts linked though and we de- we we see when when charges are on the card and we have conversations about it after the fact but uh, i i think it, at least having transparency transparency is key because then it's not possible for one of us to do something behind the other person's back not that we would but it just helps us both you know feel more comfortable that way
1: i know couples that actually have like get the, get um like notifications to their phone if you spend over a certain amount
0: I definitely do that for myself. I don't do it for his card because I feel like that's a little big brotherish. But for my own personal <laughs> card, I, I do that. And we have all of our linked accounts. Anytime we can go into our our little dashboard and see, I mean, right now with the house though, it's just all crazy. It's all insane. I don't know. Like you know, we just got our estimate for our countertops today, and nothing is nothing is normal anymore. Hundred dollars. I wish. I wish Oh my God!
1: I know I'm in the throat we haven't even really started to get get busy with it but like we just started the basic demo and I'm definitely like oh my gosh I know it's gonna be like wait what but you said wait what pipe oh. so I'm like
0: oh. do you know our teeny tiny our teeny tiny house I was like do you know how much the countertops estimate was that we got for like the normal price it's like five thousand dollars like, for whose kitchen this is a teeny tiny kitchen I can't believe it um Anyway, what kind
1: of, what
0: kind of Quartz, because I thought that was you know the good the, the 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 good low cost alternative to marble or whatever. Um, man, I'm getting my vacation vibes out of whack now thinking about these quartz countertops. But yeah, yeah not, no, fifty, 50 five hundred. Like... I'm back on the water. I'm with the whales. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. On that note, <laughs> thank you guys it for was your great. questions. Yes, thank you for joining us post-vacation. Well, Mandy's still away, but yes, we will see you next week. More questions, more questions, more questions. Then we really enjoy y'all. Um, thank you for supporting Grind A Vision and tell everybody this beforehand.